We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. I started listening to a book today called, I think it's called like, Fuck Him. Or something like, do you know this book? I know that one, yeah. Yeah. Where it's just like, this guy's like, you want to get a man? Be a fucking bitch. Like, you have to be a fucking queen. And I'm like, I'm laying by the pool today. And I'm like, I'm going to be a queen. Like- <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back to Don't Tell Mom. I'm here with Skylar Corby. We're on Skype. I'm in Long Island for work. How you doing? You What's know, it like on Long Island when you're not there for the Hamptons like, or the Hamptons? Yeah. It's not great, dude. Yeah. It's hard because it's cold. Yeah. And because of COVID, like they have a fitness center, they have a pool, but everything's closed. Right. So it's like you can't do anything. Yeah. Because I looked up, I feel like you posted something on Instagram and tagged that hotel. And I didn't know if you were lying or not because all of like tag posts for that hotel are like all these girls just hoeing out and really doing the most in terms of posing and thirst traps and stuff like that which I was loving wait really yeah like look it up on the tag thing that's what I always do I like to see what other people's lives are like so there's a ton of like really really hot girls that are all posed up there but obviously it's in the summertime no there's no I mean there are (laughs) there it's not like no (laughs) No. no hoes. No hoes. Are we allowed to say hoes? I'm the only hoe in this fucking place. Is that where you got the pink nails? You were just trying to turn up your Long Island as much as possible? You know what? I take that offensively because I was worried if these are too ratchet because I got fake acrylic nails. Oh, hello. It's new. It's new. I'm trying it on because no, they're more for Miami, obviously. I mean, yeah, I like it, but so my nails just look so stubby and my friend get, gets the fake nails, but she gets sport length. Mm-hmm. they're a length that isn't aggressive like you aggressive. can do karate with them yeah exactly like I can type I can you know just scratch someone's back and yeah. they're short enough where I can like open shit or like live my life yeah uh, I like that 
I mean, now you can do the opening beat to Nine to Five by uh, Dolly Parton. The she did that on her acrylics. I think Dolly Parton nails are a lot longer than I. Am. I mean, yeah, hers were not sport length by any means. Yeah, I mean, she her tits aren't sport length. Nothing <laughs> about her is sport anything. Like it's all built for comfort and then whatever else. Comfort? She's built for. <laughs> She's comfortable, though, so. Yeah, so, I don't know. Have you had acrylic nails? I've never gone the fake nail route. Number one, popping out my Invisalign with fake nails, I would be losing a nail every 30 minutes. So the acrylic thing would not work for me. And it's too much upkeep. I'm very low maintenance when it comes to that kind of shit. I am, too. I usually don't do this. Trying it on for size. I'm trying on, you know, we'll see how this trip goes. I mean, that might be the thing. If they're a good luck charm, then you have to have them for the rest of your life. Uh, yeah, I'm very, I'm a little, well, he's going to listen to this podcast. Hi. Hey. Uh, <laughs> what's up? Uh, yeah, I'm a little nervous for the trip just because it's like I'm traveling with someone who I'm dating, but this is like a first, I went on a trip with my boyfriend in college, but I, it's just different. Yeah, it is. But it'll and- be fun. Yeah, it'll be fun. No, I think... I'm saying that with the down note, not an up note. It'll be fun, definitive. No, yeah, and I'm just nervous because I've never done that. Yeah. But who knows? I mean, the worst thing that can happen is that you get into a massive fight and then fuck it, you're in Miami. Like, go find somebody else. True. (laughs) Everything's open down there, so this pussy... You got options. (laughs) You're going to the right place to have something fail if that happens. But otherwise, it's great. You're just having fun with somebody cool. Yeah, that's true. I don't think it will go bad at all, but, like, my anxiety is, you know, you never know. Yeah. He, he texts me a pair of shorts. They're, they're a white man short that mm-hmm. you can tell he works at a bank. And, right. uh, you know, we all wore Bermuda shorts at a time in our life. But he was like, do you like these shorts? And I was like, how do I say no? <laughs> Like, what's a polite way of saying absolutely not? Did you find these on in the sales section of J. Crew Factory? That would have been a nice way of saying it. <laughs> what color were they? Were they the salmon ones? Like the kind of minty? Oh, green? they were light green. I'll show you a picture. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, he's so sweet. I feel bad making fun of him. But I mean, come on. He's better than these shorts. In time, that can be fixed. I just, I don't like a Bermuda short on men. But then I thought about it, and I was like, what shorts do look good on guys? Honestly, I think of that all the time. I'm like, what pants do guys wear? Because jeans on guys are even a little questionable sometimes. So I'm like, what do you guys wear? And I feel like I block out that portion of someone. Yeah, I never really look at a man's pants. I never thought about that because I was like, no, I don't really like these shorts. But then I was like, what is he going to wear, jorts? No. Eco jeans, cargo shorts, like the options are pretty Yeah, or like basketball shorts, which honestly would be on brand for Miami, but. Yeah, but you can wear basketball shorts and a button up. I mean, you could. You shouldn't. That doesn't say, that doesn't mean people don't. But yeah, I mean, I feel like there's so many factors that go into guys' shorts. Like length, he can't have them too long because then he looks like a fucking weirdo. Metal pushers. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But then it's like too, I don't know, I like it. I was trying to help him pick out a bathing suit. (laughs) I sent him one and he was like, no. (laughs) It was way too short. 
He was okay. like, you're picking out the shortest shorts ever. And I was like, I think that's hot. And he was like, maybe on someone, <laughs> but no. And then I, yeah. And then he sent me a website of bathing suits and the one I picked, he was like, again, no. So maybe I just don't know this guy at all. <laughs> I mean, bathing suits are rough too. How do they dress well? How does right. they dress well? I just want him always in a suit all the time. Yeah, maybe I'll suggest that. Hey, do you mind wearing cufflinks in the pool? Please. <laughs> Make me comfortable, please. <laughs> yeah, you can't breathe, but you look great. But you look so good. What do you mean? <laughs> Take shallower breaths. It's all about fit for guys. I don't think it's even necessarily about what it looks like. It's just two guys can be wearing the same shirt, and if one of them is wearing it and it's just, like, sloppy and huge and gross – like, they think that they just bought a $120 shirt, and they're like, that means I'm stylish. It's like, no, no, you should have bought that two sizes down, and then they think that means it's small. It's like, no, that means it fits. Like, buy something that fucking fits. Yeah, and to be fair, when I online shop, I always shop for the body that I want, not that the body I have. So I'll, like, look at pictures, and I'll be like, wow, that was a muffin top that was unnecessary. I just really want to fit in that skirt. Yeah, same. So I guess it's the same for men and women. I'm just being overly critical. Yeah, but he asked, so. Yeah, he was asking for my opinion, and I was giving it to him. It just wasn't a great, uh, you know, don't ask me. Yeah. I would love for you to wear a Speedo. <laughs> I'm showing him pictures, and he's like, Hannah, I don't look like that, though. You're Not yet. <laughs> this is the point. You dress for the body you want. You yeah. will get there. This is my vision board. This men's swimsuit <laughs> album is my vision board album. This men's swimsuit page. I don't know what the fuck it's called. Just no, live he, my dream. He's so cute. I have to say that because I feel like I'm being mean. Um, <laughs> okay. I have a new fetish. Our fetish of the week. Are you ready? Ah, <sighs> God, I think so. Chasmophilia. C-H. Chasmo. Chasmophilia. Okay. A chasm is like... Chasmo. Okay. But still, like a chasm, I think, is like a... James Franco got his arm in in 127 hours. Hey, have we done this one before? No, I feel like I just reference 127 hours basically every other week, and I've never seen it. Because <laughs> so, you're 40, so you think of James Franco, so you're like, that is James Franco. Got exactly. It. So is that, like, it has to do with getting turned on by, like, small spaces? What's this small space, Skylar? This might be the first one you get. What oh my god, the pressure. Oh, okay. Think of a small space. What are those called? A crevice? Yes! You got it! Yay! Caverns, crevices, and valleys. Wow. But that actually, I understand, because a vagina is kind of a crevice. or a It's a chasm. Or a valley, yeah. depending on the shape. Yeah. Okay. Your vagina is a cavern, crevice, or valley, Skylar. I would hope for crevice, but I guess I'm biased. Um. Oh shit! Someone's FaceTiming me. I think this is. Hey, what's up? What's up, motherfucker? I'm filming my podcast right now. This is this is oh. a very good cameo. <laughs> Hannah. Hey. Hey. How are you? I'm Hannah. So my friend Skylar. What's up, Skylar? What's up? Hi. Um, I'm going to be done in like 10 minutes, so. Okay, well, what are you doing in 10 minutes? Hanging. Do you want to come to room 323 and catch a vibe? Yeah, I'll be there. I'll see you in 10, all right? See you in 10. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>
actually bought her on the podcast. Um, so, yeah, would you say your vagina is a crevice, a uh, mountain, or valley? Crevice. Wow, you're really cocky, huh? I do my Kegels. I work out. I know what's up. What about you? Uh, it depends on the day. You know, it could be a valley, but sometimes it's more of a rocky mountain. That's fair. You know, based off, uh, <laughs> I bring up herpes every time, and I only do because it's so prominent in my life. Well, also, I think the more we talk about it, the more it's just like, yeah, a thing. Up. Yeah, it, or not a thing. It's less yeah. of a thing. Everyone's like, we get it. You have herpes. I'm like, yeah, so it's good. <laughs> the guy I'm dating, his friends, I guess, listen to the podcast, and I'm like, have they brought up the herpes thing? And he was like, no. And I was like, hmm. Second question, have the friends that I've listened and are probably listening now left a review or rated us? Just asking. Yeah, like, what the fuck is up? I can't get these people to write reviews. The views are going up. We're looking at a good steady rate here, but no one writes a fucking review. We did get some reviews, but... What do we need to do? Write that in a review. Why, what, write what we need to do in a review to get more reviews. If we get 100 reviews, I'll show my nipple. Yes, she will. <laughs> I don't know where. I don't know how. But that's the surprise. You don't know where it's going to come from. So you just got to keep listening and watching and following and it'll happen. Wait, I do. We should do an ad read. Also. Is this marketing? Okay. Yeah. Um, wait, what the fuck? Brooklyn? I want some fucking Brooklyn. In. Me too. I looked into it and then I realized they were like 400 something bucks. I'm like, oh. oh, I might not actually, I might not have to do Brooklyn because, uh, yeah, we don't have to do it. We don't have enough listeners. Well, maybe we could do, we could probably give you a Brooklyn and ad if you fuckers would just listen and review and share with your friends. Great. Well, no ads this week. Look, our listenership is, uh, it's fine. It's yeah. fine, but we're not doing Brooklyn and ads. Um, my feelings are a little hurt and wow. we're not there. Yet. Sorry, we're not there. Um, do you have a crazy bitch of the week? People have been getting uppity at the gym, but <laughs> I don't know any bitches this week, surprisingly. Obviously, I have a crazy bitch of the week besides fucking Paris Hilton. <laughs> I don't know why she annoys me. It's literally every time I hear that name. Okay. It is that I saw this headline on Twitter, and it was like, companies are taking advantage of feminism by selling shirts that say feminism. You know, they're saying they're... Pro they're profiting off a movement of feminism. Yeah. And I just want to argue that I've never met a true feminist who wears a shirt that says feminist AF. And if you choose to buy that shirt, that is your choice. I love women. I support them. I'm hesitant to say I'm a feminist because there's this, of course I'm a feminist, but I'm not like a angry feminist. Mm -hmm. I will never yell at someone for mansplaining. I don't, I don't really, yeah, there is mansplaining, but I also don't really believe in mansplaining because I think men are so stupid. They explain it more for themselves. They kind of yeah. talk things out. And yeah. like, you're just waiting for them to be done. You're like, yeah, I got it. Yeah. I've never like, thanks to the mansplaining or I don't call it manspreading because I also spread my legs on the subway. That's <laughs> how I got herpes. But what I'm saying is that anyone who buys a feminist AF shirt, that's your choice. If I lose $20 on the fucking subway, that doesn't mean that's anyone's problem but my own. Right. Also, if you're buying a feminist AF shirt, you're being like, listen, I know I got paid 20 cents less on the dollar and I still applied every penny that I saved to buy this fucking shirt. Yeah, like, you don't have to buy the shirt. No. 
And also probably women design those shirts and they're probably making money from it. I get the whole cultural appropriation. Like I do, yeah. there's a group of girls who made, did you ever see this? There's like an Asian, um, I don't mean to sound insensitive. There's a game, they played it in Crazy Rich Asians. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mahjong. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's a game I'm not familiar with it. I've never played, but there's a group of white women who made like a white women version of the game. And I was like, that's bad. We're going to take this fun game and we're going to make it a white women game. And like, they really like pinned it as like a party girl, white women game. And I was like, that is terrible. Was it Bunko? Because <laughs> that is, I mean, that is the white woman version of any kind of game, really. I think they called it like a uh, white girl. How do you say it? I'm sorry. Mahjong? They called yeah. it white girl Mahjong? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it's like white girl Mahjong. I'm actually going to Google this. Do you just drink like Pinot Grigio with it? and? It's $325. Well, a group of white women have tried to repackage the century-old Chinese game Mahjong into a pretty edgy version directed at young women, and people are understandably pissed. So they're charging $325 for a game that was... It's existed, like... So in that case, that is fucking insane. But to bring it back to the feminist as fuck, I'm like, this is where I think we get a little too crazy with canceling people. Like, the Mahjong game, horrible. Mm-hmm. A feminist AF shirt, fine. <laughs> I mean, you're trying at that point. It's like, I get it, but it's like, you know what? If somebody was like, hey, I'm paying attention to the issues. I'm like, yeah, wear your little tie-dye shirt. Enjoy it. You're, do- you're doing something. You're at, like, the base level. You'll get there. You'll figure it out. Yeah, I just, I just don't think feminists are buying these shirts. They're buying fucking hemp shirts from Whole Foods. Like, they're not buying the feminists as fuck. And I think to be like, oh, corporations, it's like, first of all, you can't even call out one because they're all fucking making them. You know, it's a trend. Like, feminism is a fucking trend, like anything else, like polos. Like, it will pass. So I'm not mad about this shirt because I'm fucking never buying one. So yeah, unless I'm doing a joke. And then it's just a costume, so... Literally, a girl with a feminist AF shirt, I'll ask her when Coachella is. Yeah, yeah. no, I think that'll be, like, the crazy bitch of the world for our lives. It's just people that are taking things a little too far. Like, they're being offended for other people just in case. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to offend anybody either, but let them get there. Well, if you're that mad about it, why? Because you want to make them yourself and profit off it, or you want to make yeah. your own? I certainly am never going to make my own t-shirt, so if no. I'm going to go to a march, I'm going to go buy one. Yeah. Hello? Hold on. We got another cameo. We got another cameo. Okay, Tara, this is a cameo for my coworker, Tara. Tara, come here. <laughs> Hi. What do you feel about feminist AF shirts? Do you care? I don't care, but I would never wear one. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. People are angry at, like, corporations for selling these shirts. I'm like, your anger is wrong. Yeah, I'm not angry. I don't really give a shit, but it it was just never pulling on my body. Yeah, because I would just go help a woman. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. Um, Okay, well, all right. Our guest today, very exciting. She's so funny. Speaking of great women. Yes. Her podcast is number four on iTunes, so let's hope she helps us promote it. Um, (laughs) She has a podcast called Midnight Snack with Michelle Collins. She's so funny. She's so great. I'm so happy she did it. Like, that was so It was so good. She's so great. Uh, I'm really excited about it. Michelle (laughs) Collins, let's get into it. So you're in Miami right now. I am in Miami. This is where I'm born and raised. 
Um, so my parents are like, I'm staying in an apartment about a block away from them. They've been vaccinated. I basically wanted to see him. I hadn't seen him in a year. And also just like had to get out of New York. I don't know. I, where do you girls live in LA or New York? New York. New York. May I ask what neighborhood? Are you downtown? I'm in West Village and she's in Tribeca. So it's But like Fidei Tribeca yeah. is so mm, that's like five points. That's ratty Tribeca. Because Tribeca <laughs> has like art gallery, rich mom Tribeca, and then where Not the rats me. live. That's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was, I knew you were downtown girls. I could tell. Don't feel too bad for her. There's an equinox literally below her. That I don't go to ever. So it's yeah. just kind of... It's all rats on treadmills. I'm like, it is so... I'm so hot at this equinox. It's just all rats, which is great. Yeah. Wait, so you normally live in... I knew you lived in New York, but then you were yeah. in LA for a bit. And then you're back in I've been New York. back in New York for six years, basically. I was in LA for the longest five years of my life. And then <laughs> was basically like, I have to get back to my city. And so I got back. You did Chelsea Handler, and I yep. interned there, I think, a year oh. after you. So I know Amy Meyer was my boss for a year. I don't know oh, if you yeah. know. And I'll pretend so, like I know her in case she listens. I'm like, Amy? <laughs> yeah, it was wardrobe. So everyone was like, can you steam our clothes? Stop talking. Like, okay, I'm trying to be a comic. I'm like, like steaming clothes. Oh, my God. I love a wardrobe intern. Wardrobe is always the best part of any show because everyone's, like, fun. You get to, like, dress up. It's the most fun. Did you yeah, like working they, there? I did. Chelsea would, she was so like, I don't care about my clothes. Like not, I don't care about my clothes, but she would be like, oh yeah, take whatever. Cause she'd be done Mm. with it. So then I'd go sell it. And that's uh, genius. Yeah. So that's how I made so much money working there. And like one time she got a Pandora bracelet, one of those ugly, like hideous. Yeah. 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 And, but with every single charm. So I brought it into Pandora being like, my boss gave me this. And my mom goes, this guy thinks you're fucking your boss. And I'm like, let him think that. That's great. How much are those bracelets? I thought they were like kind of cheap, like Alex and Annie. Are they real? Like how much does one of those bracelets go for? So I returned it and they counted each charm. It was, I think it was $4,500. Holy shit. I didn't know that. Yeah, no one does. And I was like, there are like stones on this. And I thought it was so heinous. I was like, I would never wear this, but I'm going to go return it. Wow. And get some Christmas gifts out of it, you know? I'm in, I'm like choking to D that it was 4,500 bucks for this idiot. Like, it just shows that people with money sometimes don't have taste. Because yeah. listen, I don't know how many Pandora fans are listening to your show. I don't want to off put anybody who loves a charm bracelet, but they're not even cute. They're like very suburban y. I don't know. The whole vibe is off for me. Yeah, but I think it's like a Midwest, you know, it's a Midwest Tiffany's. Because mm. I don't think everyone gets every single charm, but, you know, one charm is like, hundreds of dollars it's funny because if i interned there she would never have offered me any of her clothing because she's like a size six i'd be like can i have this jumper miss handler it would be like a (laughs) tiny little toddler outfit on me so that's like a discrimination i believe weight-based discrimination i'll call it out anyway uh but that's (laughs) she never knew who i was she just like left it out was like go drop this off at goodwill and i'm like i'm not driving what no i'm going to crossroads bitch (laughs) oh my god so she didn't give it to you she was like making you as the intern go donate it and you did into your bank account yeah i said she gave you an assignment and you turned it into an opportunity (laughs) (laughs) and look i I was making zero dollars at this fucking i mean yeah you made off of that bracelet you made more than you probably would have made had that been a paid intern no it was the most money i've ever made from a job (laughs) can i say something (laughs) by the way kudos like so impressed don't really know anything about you so impressed i love that I love a scam. I love scheming. I love scamming. I love, when I was young, I had a, well, you want to hear my scam? See, it's of a, course. What is this, this podcast is about like things you've never talked about. 
So I had a scam at J. Crew where I worked for many months. And then my mother ended up working there for years, but I, I feel free to talk about it. They used to have these prices, like things would go in clearance for like $4.99, like boots that were 200 bucks would be like five bucks. So as an employee, I knew that when people returned those things, you had to like override the price in the system. So after I stopped working there, I would buy shit for like four bucks because I knew that that was like they had to override the price and then return it at a different store and get like $120 credit for what I paid $5 for. And I had this scheme working for years. I had thousands of dollars in J. Crew credit that I probably paid like 200 bucks for. Oh that God. was my scam. But that was yeah. when I was working. I was a secretary. Like I made no money. You know, you got to think ahead when you oh, yeah. like, yeah. Need to earn stuff. I, yeah. I'm so sorry. I'll be right back. I'm so sorry. This is my. So Are you reporting me to J. Crew? She's like, I don't think she, her dad is making drugs. One second, for. one second. This is like all a scam. Who was that? Just somebody pops out from the back. It's my weed dealer who is, is an hour late, and so my the man I'm dating, I'm hesitant to call my boyfriend because it's new. So oh, how new? It's like we're a month in. Very new. Yeah, very, we're going to Miami new. together in a, in two weeks. Wait, your first vacation together, obviously. Yeah. Can I ask questions? You can edit all this out. Um, Because I just finished listening to this book called How Not to Die Alone. I don't know if you've heard of it. Oh, yeah. Um, Do you know it? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Wait, did you listen to it? I've read it and I've recommended it to my clients because that's how I, it's the things that I wish I could say. But since I can't always, I'm like, here, read this or listen to it instead. And this will tell you everything. Okay, I, I didn't know that my brain was going to explode in this podcast in the first four minutes. I have so many questions for you. First of all, why do you feel, I'm curious, that you can't say certain, like, because I listened to the whole book. What are the things that you think, like, settling? Because I feel like part of her thing in the book is sometimes not settling, but don't go after, like, the hot one. Go after someone who's just more plain. Like, those yeah. kind of things? Yeah, that kind of stuff where it's like, okay, like, somebody will say, they're like, well, I've always gone for people that are 6'2 and super hot, old, like, ex-athletes. And the thing that it comes down to is they don't really want to commit or they don't want kids or like, I don't know, they just get bored. And it's like, so you've been dating the same person and the same thing has happened to you, but you keep going back into it just in case it changes. It's like, maybe go after the person that's 5'11 or 5'9 or the like making the little tweaks that like nobody wants to hear like, Hey, like, even if you can get the super hot guy, that's great. But the super hot guy probably knows he's super hot and he might have a few years left before he's ready to settle down with even the super hot girl and no one likes hearing that say yeah (laughs) i'm 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 obsessed with the two of you by the way and i'm so happy that that happened because i was just like i'll do it they seem nice and now i'm like okay i'll be here till like 10 30 you're like we gotta wrap (laughs) i'm like one more question i agree with everything you're saying but i will tell you that i have like a very weird taste so the guys that i usually go out with i would call like ugly hot like they're not like the chiseled you know kind like in miami is actually hell for me because Everybody here is like sort of physically disgusting to me. They're all like, like you open up Bumble here and it's like, everyone's like Mr. 305, 306, 307. Like it's all like the, you know, like the door wearing, like soul patch, whatever. But sometimes the ugly ones can also be fucked up in a real way. Like sometimes oh, yeah. the ones that you're like, oh, or, you know, that you're attracted to, but that are not like a captain of the football team, if you will, mm-hmm. have their own issues that rear their ugly heads. And honestly, they can sometimes be more fucked up. I'm just saying. No, that's totally true. Because those are the ones too that are like, no one ever gave me a chance. And like now, like if they're new hot, new hot can go one of two ways. You can either have a person that's like, feels vindicated in being an asshole because they were never really allowed to be quote unquote before. So now they're getting it out of their system just way later than anyone else. Or you have the new hot that like, 
had to develop a personality and had oh. to have a sense of humor and all that stuff. So then they came into their face and it's like, they don't, it's like, it didn't occur to them yet, but the rest of us saw it. And I love those, but I hate the assholes that are like, just have no reason to be an asshole other than they feel like they're allowed to be. And it's like, no, we, no one needs any more of those. Trust me. Everyone's fucked up. So are you dating, you are dating in Miami. Because I, I listened to your podcast and you went on a beach date. I was like, oh. I did. Oh, you listened? I know. Well, yeah, oh, no, are I, we allowed I, to talk about dates and the pandemic? No, because you're like, I don't like to talk about, you're like, I wouldn't talk about guys I went on dates with in a podcast. And I was like, yo. I tell you why I don't do it because I also feel like, you know, I don't want to date someone and then them think, oh, she's going to go use this as material. Because I honestly, I have-ish in the past, like, but mostly with guys that I've like hooked up with or some of whom I'm still friendly with, you know what I mean? Like there's, there's yeah. a, a space for that. But um, especially with like casual sex, like that's the easiest thing. Cause there's no, you have no skin in the game. You're like, I can talk whatever I want about this person, but um, that's not really like my comedy, but no, I don't want to like scare anyone off. You know what I mean? I feel yeah. that there's, there are a lot of comics who use, use their personal life and dating life, married life as fodder. And as someone who's like single and, you know, I've had interesting situations over the past year, I would say like, some good, some bad, but I just don't want to frighten anyone. I don't want a guy to like go out with me and be like, okay, like, are you analyzing me? Are you going to like talk about this on your podcast? Are you going to do this, do that? So I'm, I'm sort of protective over that part of my life a little bit. No, I've been doing this for like a year and um, I had that moment because I got herpes like mid podcast when I was doing this for like six months. And then I wouldn't hear from guys. I'm like, oh, did they go listen to my podcast and here I have herpes and like now this is why did I you can't really date. get you really got herpes for real? Oh my God. Yeah. That's so scary. You don't have to talk about it. Yeah. Like, no, did I you mean, know the person? What happened? That's horrible. Yeah, no, it was like, it was kind of shitty. Um, I was just seeing this guy and I was home in DC and I was seeing, I was dating this guy. And then, then he like, I started to get really sick. I thought I had COVID and I was like, Hey, like oh we've only God. been seeing each other. Right. And he was like, yeah, yeah. Like I don't have COVID. I don't know what you're talking about. And then he like kind of started to ghost me. I was like, wait, no, it was like too far beyond ghosting. And then uh, I got tested and he was like, yeah, I've been seeing like five girls. He, that motherfucker you can put on blast. Exactly. Like, I do a like that's different. I would do first name, last name, like full blown <laughs> address. That's awful. Oh, no, I'm he, sorry that he told to me, yeah. he called me crying. It was like, are you, you're so mean. I was like, I mean, you give me a disease, I'm gonna have the rest of my life. How am I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? That, because I didn't even know that that still happens. Like, not to sound ignorant, but I'm like, wait, people still, I'm like truly like five years old, but like people get herpes still. Like, it sounds to me like the clap, which I know is like all STDs are on the rise though, from what I'm reading. It's like a real mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. No, I think with herpes too, it's like the silent killer. It's like COVID because no one wants to admit they have it because it's very embarrassing. Oh my God. So Should it's I just, just not like, have sex anymore. <laughs> Wait a minute. I think herpes needs a rebrand because as you're saying it, I thought, you know, if you switch the P with an M, it's Hermes, which is like the most expensive <laughs> brand. Airpes. You know, it's they like sell better. shirts that look like Hermes and it no. says herpes. Yeah. It's I'm sorry, I hate to they already beat you to the punch. <laughs> so. By the way, like why am I not making t-shirts in Chinatown? Like, why am I even doing this? I could be so rich. <laughs> yeah. Chinatown t-shirt. Damn it. Yeah. Oh my God. I, anyway, I'm sorry that happened though. That's, that's very sparring and terrible. Oh no, it's, I mean, it's literally fine, but it's interesting because mm -hmm. I had that same thought of like, but your also podcast is a lot larger than mine. But for me, it's like someone's going to go who's on a date with, that's how, yeah. you know, they're going to go and listen. So I was like, oh, is this ruining my situation? And then- Well, I'm also not, I'm not like going on a million dates here. I'm just sort of, 
I feel like I'm in a really good place for myself right now. Like I would say weirdly pandemic, and I don't know if you girls feel this, but the beginning was really tough. And then I don't know, I just like, I started working out more maybe because I didn't have to go, I was sleeping better and I was able to do my radio show from home. So like, I was like more rested and I just started feeling good about myself. And I'm like, you know what? I'm in a good, I had something, well, I'll tell you a big story. You know what? I'll share some shit with you. I will share some <laughs> shit with you. There we go. I don't, if, I don't know if I talked about this anywhere else, but I, uh, I don't even want to call him an ex, a guy that I used to hook up with, but you know, we would go out here and there, but very hot, but like a true shit kicker in the sense of like, you know, there was nothing ever was going to be serious between us, but chemistry wise, like he was hot to me, whatever. And whatever reached out to me this summer. I went, we like went to Pennsylvania together. We kind of got back together. I felt like I was being let on a little bit, but he came over and he stole from me in August. This happened. He took two things from me. I won't say what they were, but they were both pretty expensive. And, uh, cause I have a roof. So we were like on the roof. I'm chilling on the roof. He was like, I'm going to use the bathroom, went downstairs and stole this man who I've been known for three years. It wasn't like I met him on Tinder, like the day before, you know what I mean? On and off for three years stole from me. And I blocked him, you know, cause what am I going to do? Call the cops. I was like, all right, this happened. But I blocked him on all the socials and I know where he works. And I, I was like straight up. What is that Beyonce movie where like the, there's like a crazy lady who like stalks someone. Y'all oh, know what yeah, I'm Allie Larder. I know what you're talking about. It'll come to me. In like it's, five minutes. it's obsession or obsessive. Yeah. Or obsessed maybe. Yeah. Either he has a drug addiction that he needs to pay off. Mm -hmm. One of three things, drugs, He's seeing another girl, which that for sure is the case, without a doubt. By the way, before you say, Michelle, are you sure you didn't misplace them? Because one time in middle school, I thought a girl named Becky stole the remote control from my room and I found it behind my bed, okay? So that's not what happened. I have, I ransacked my apartment. I actually did a full cleanse top to bottom of my, of my apartment to, uh, A, to clean, but also just to be like, you know, maybe it's somewhere else, but I knew it wasn't and I never found them. So those two things, seeing someone else, or in some sort of way, just to make money or out of bitterness for me. I don't know. It's like, you know, you're it's the- It's gotta be a drug thing. Yeah. yeah. We had our yeah. friend on and this guy was like stealing Adderall from her in a really like crazy way. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then I mean, he married a nurse. Uh, no, you're kidding. <laughs> yes. That's genius. By the way, kudos. Yeah, I mean, he was playing a long game for sure. But my thing is, like, with this guy, I just have to ask yeah. you a question. I'm like, was he taking sure. you out? Was he paying for dinner? Was he? No, no, no. It was, it's I don't want to use the term gigolo. You know what I mean? But he was, like, very tall, very hot. Like, you know, I don't even want to give him the credit. I, I feel like if I showed you his picture, you'd be like, he's fine. But he was very, like, what I go for. Like, kind of Irishy, that kind of energy. And, uh, yeah, we had a good thing going physically. So I was like, you know, we're all desperate for connection. This was over the summer when the numbers were down. I, I really wasn't dating anyone at the time. I went on two first dates after that. One was awful with like a tall fetishist. And then one was nice, but there was just like no chemistry. It was fine. But it really like took me a minute to kind of get over that. But once I did, I was amazing. Like then once that happened, I was like, oh, nothing can harm me. Like I actually am a warrior and like this is bullshit. And hopefully my own, um, I just hope I have better radar, I guess. You know what I mean? Not as yeah. far as men are concerned, but you just don't but know. But also like, people who are good at stealing stuff are just good at stealing it. Like I've had friends and they'll steal from me for years. And then it took me years to be like, wait. Really? Yeah. So it was like, like a close friend. What steal? Actually, the Pandora bracelet that I returned for $4,500, you could only get store credit. 
So I got like a bunch of jewelry, but I got jewelry for my mom. I got jewelry for my grandmother, but I got these two rings that were very nice, but I stacked them together that were very specific. And then I saw her wearing them and I was like, oh my God. And we're with our families. I was like, oh my God, like those are my rings. I've been looking for them. Not thinking she stole them. Thinking like she found them and she gets bright red and goes, no, I bought these myself. And I was like, oh, so you stole them from me. I am going, I I am literally going to faint. Oh my God. Okay, go on. Sorry. <laughs> no, it was, I've known this person for 20 years and I was like, oh my, oh my God, like you're lying. And wow. our families are there. And I was like, okay, I don't want to make a scene in front of our families. I'm not going to be like, take off those rings and show me the, show me the literally door inside. I yes. knew it would, but I was like, I don't want to embarrass, like, because kleptomania, very popular in white women. It's a disease. And, so and like, men, apparently. Yeah. And men, apparently. So I have a question. Did you call him out? Ugh, I didn't know. I didn't. You know what? I don't, he also knew where I lived. He had never invited me over to his place. I knew he had roommates. Like he was truly, I really believe he definitely had a drug situation. I really have to think that. Yeah. Maybe I'm just telling myself that to feel better, but like he was just, honestly, he was gross, but hot. And I was like, well, whatever. And he reached out. He seemed so like caring and he was really all of a sudden I thought, okay, maybe he's interested in something more than just the physical. You know what I mean? Cause we spent a weekend together, which was like really nice, but the guy was an literal idiot like he was so dumb but i was so blinded by the d and like everything else that's just really true i really i was that i was like well he's dumb but like i sometimes make him laugh and the truth is like i sometimes don't like to be on when i'm dating someone like i don't like to be funny i kind of want to be a little more chill and like so i was like maybe this is exactly what i need you know in my head because i was also locked in my room for like five minutes (laughs) i was like well you know what I mean? But, but it's so yeah. true. I mean, my friend, I, my friend and I were talking about this the other day. I'm like, it, the bar for men is so low that when they oh do God. something, when they're like kind to you and they don't call you a fat cunt, which I've been called before naked. Have it's you? like, yes, you I have. Haven't. But his name is Vance. So it's like, what did I expect? Yeah. But I'm saying. Also, you're like literally bone thin. I, I'm that. I'm that as an actual fat <laughs> well, cunt that he would call you that. I'm like, wait. That is bull shit. I'm grabbing wine. I'm grabbing wine. Keep talking. Go on. <laughs> but so my point oh is, my is like, I don't, um, I understand the logic of like, oh, he's a really nice guy. Like, you know, wasn't even that nice. Genuinely. <laughs> he genuinely wasn't. I mean, I'm not even joking. And funny when he came up, oh, whatever. I don't even want to dig into it. It just, That's the fair. truth is like, I, I'll be real with you. I actually am over it, believe it or not, which is maybe why I'm able to talk about it. Cause it did bother me for a while, but it's like, whatever, you know, and in the scheme of things, like I'm very lucky in life, even with Chase being motherfuckers, I'm lucky, <laughs> I work, you know what I mean? Like things are good, but I'm just in a good place. And I'm kind of like, your listeners are like, she's not in a good place. You're really not. <laughs> no, I do this all the time. So I'm like, guys, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. So I'm like, I'm over it. Like, but it is yeah. true. Once you're at a level, that's how I feel with herpes. People are like, oh my God, I'm sorry. And I'm like, literally that guy fucking sucks, but it's fine. It's fine. Wait, back to rings. Forget my stupid, that fucking asshole, which by the way, I literally have fantasies of seeing him on the street and confronting him. Like I, that is, if you want to know how I get turned on, I think of running into him in fucking Midtown and I don't even know what I would do, but, um, rings girl is a whole other thing. And that fucking bitch should not have taken that shit. I, I'm, I'm actually like angrier about that than this idiot. Like, <laughs> I'm so angry because you got to confront her about it and she lied. That's what bothers me about it. No, yeah, yeah, that was, I think, a scarier moment. Like when I was realizing like, oh, we're not friends. Like I could never trust this person is because she is looking me in the eyes and telling me that I'm wrong. 
in front of our families. And I'm like, oh, you're mentally ill. You want to hear a story about rings getting stolen as well? I have a lot of stolen ring stories. I bet everyone does. Skylar, do you have, you must have a stolen ring story. I stole a ring in college when I worked at the mall because- Pandora? Pandora? <laughs> no, I wish. <laughs> American Eagle. <laughs> it was a lucky brand but jeans and I was putting them away. I'm like, this one, it says happy. And I'm like, this is nice. And I stole it. And then I got fired probably a month or so late. And I thought it was because, like, they took me into the back and they asked us, asked me, they're like, do you know why we're talking to you today? And I have about five scenarios <laughs> running through my head. So I'm like, no, what do you mean? And it wasn't even for that because I'd stolen lip gloss too. I'm like, I always assumed that those cameras weren't working, but maybe I was wrong. So I'm like, yeah, you're definitely firing me for <laughs> theft. And it wasn't that. They're like, you gave an unsolicited or whatever, um, an unauthorized discount to somebody. You were fired from, where was this Lucky Brand for that? Lucky Brand jeans, yeah. I am, do you know the unauthorized discounts I gave at J. Crew? Literally, people That's come in That's what you do in like, retail. What the fuck, are you kidding me? You know what, no, I'll never, I'll tell you what's on my shit list. Chase, Lucky Brand, mm -hmm. those are two, but I'm making a list because I'm very fired up. I, yeah. I don't know. I have all this like chase energy because I was on the phone for 90 minutes. I did hang up with a guy in a very, I really Karen the fuck out on the phone. <laughs> I was out of my head. It got me nowhere, but I, I couldn't help it. I was, I was, um, I was at my peak, you know what I mean? Like of yeah. anger. I don't want to even, we can change subjects. Oh, stolen ring stories. Um, this one really hurts. This hurt, this will hurt you. So, uh, what if I just immediately beelined into the Holocaust? Cause I am going to bring it up. So my family, <laughs> Oh my God, cannot wait for you guys to publish this pod. My family, obviously because of the war, had like basically no jewelry, no antiques, you know, everything was pillaged and plundered. So they really didn't have any jewelry. My grandmother had very, very few things. One of those things, I guess too, was her wedding band and her engagement band, which were diamond and platinum. It was like the only thing that my mother had that wasn't costume jewelry. You know, the inheritance is legitimately like, five grains of sand from like the SpongeBob was like, I don't even know. It's, it's really sorry and sad. There was a joke there and I didn't complete it. So you can completely edit that out. Anyway, so my mom wore this, she had a friend who was Hungarian. My family is Hungarian, very elegant woman, blonde, always fucked very rich men. Like she, I don't want to give too many details away about her. This was here in Miami, but clearly she had a fake title, much like, well, I don't want to say fake with Countess Louie, but that level of title, you know, and she, I think she may have dated George Soros, and I swear to God, I know people don't, I swear she went out with him once, but she looked like Charlize Theron, she was very beautiful. Anyway, my mom and her were friends. We went over there for Thanksgiving. My mom went to wash the dishes, took her rings off, put them on the edge of the sink, forgot to put them back on, never saw those rings again. So I know that that woman has them, like she just took the rings and never told my mom. They're no longer friends. But I think about that so often, because I'm like, those are literally the only two things my family has, you know what I mean? That's like worth anything, but also even just sentimental value in this fucking bitch house. So that's my stolen ring story. Thanks for listening. No, I do think there is something about um, the ability to steal that makes you a very bad person. Like, yeah. I think there's a desperation in theft a lot of t the times. Like, I don't know why you sold the Lucky Brand thing. I don't, I don't really know. either. I was going through a lot. <laughs> the store, it's different. You know, listen, we all stole, yeah. like that's different. I can't imagine someone leaving something in my apartment or just like anything to that effect and coming across and being like, that's mine now. Like it would, I don't know. It would just, I feel gross. 
Well, when I was, I think I was four years old, maybe five. I remember stealing, there was my nanny. She was an older woman. She had all these magnets on her fridge and she had a lemon magnet that was like very prominent. And I just really liked it. So I stole Mm -hmm. it one day. And then for like two years, I I had this guilt. And I finally went to my mom two years later and brought her the magnet. was like, we need to bring it back. My mom goes, what this lemon magnet but it like ate at me and so I was like gotta get this out yeah exactly so it's like a certain type of like sociopath that can just like take your mom's like that is insane obviously you know who it is so you're very aware of it like that I feel like that's the part if nothing else if not the guilt that would weigh on me because I'd be like well I know that she knows that's 10 times worse to me because then you're not getting away with anything I think that's like the thrill of being a klepto getting away with it but if you're not then like but isn't that a narcissist then does it turn into narcissism where you well she was a narcissist i mean the woman you know understandably because she was just someone who existed solely to be pretty you know that was like her whole thing so it it does Mm -hmm. make a bit of sense but anyway you know what it's like you gotta pick yourself up and move on and that's it but i i did have a very um serious it's funny because i know one of the questions that you may ask at some point is like stuff like my mom doesn't know. And I would say this is the story, um, which is that I was really into stealing in like the eighth grade from stores only because mm-hmm. I fell in with like a group of tough girls in my middle school who were like very cool. But I was coming off of like years of being bullied. So for me, I was like, oh my God, I'm in with like the gang. Like this is amazing. Like I'm in with the tough girls who like gave hand jobs in the library. They were like all Italian. You know, they were just like really, they were, <laughs> They were amazing. They all had full mustache. They they looked like Super Mario Brothers, like genuinely in like skirts. And no, I know exactly used... what you're talking about. I'm very jealous of your life. <laughs> but no, we but we would go to the mall and steal. And I I think my mom may have caught me once because I had just like a bag, but garbage. Like we you know, condoms. Like I mean, stupid shit. You know. But it just that thrill. I don't know if I've ever felt that thrill since then. I mean, that it's a thrill. <laughs> it's a real rush. Like when you get away with stealing, it's like. I can see why people are addicted to it because it feels different when you do do it, you know? Mm-hmm. That's how I, I was just telling, we were just talking about Poshmark. Do you know Poshmark? Yes, I know it. Uh, oh, I was just going to say, I get a high from selling off that. So, because I, I feel like I'm stealing. I'm like, you want this sh- shitty bag <laughs> for $50? I'm like, oh my God, I got to go masturbate. I'm like, this is the best day of my life. Can you sell my stuff for me? I have some, I always go to the real real and I'll give like, I, I sold, oh my God, I sold a $500 from TJ Maxx, still a McCartney jacket that I had, that a TJ runway I paid $500 for. I think I got 40 bucks for it from the real real. And I was like rabid foaming at the mouth. I don't have like so much designer stuff, but I'm like on Poshmark, I would have made 150. I mean, something. It's yeah. bullshit. Yeah, no, it's, so I imagine the high of steel, actual uh, steel. Should yeah. we steal when I'm back in New York? Let's steal. Yeah, steal party. Well, Century 21 just went out of business, but I heard it's coming back. So, you know. So be ready for us. They're going to be Century 20 by the time we're done with them. Anyway, <laughs> that's our time. I ended. I'm like, goodbye. You're so fun. So then that's your secret then. Your mom is uh I I don't think they, yeah, they definitely didn't know that I was like a thief. You're, uh, you know, you retired from Goodfellas. Like how did you get out of the gang? <laughs> you, once you enter a gang, you can't just leave a yeah, gang. So how do you that. leave? I'm glad you brought this up. So basically my trajectory was, <clears throat> so tall from a very young age, bullied, went to a new school, had a lot of problems, 
seventh grade, a nightmare. As a Jewish girl in like a mostly Jewish school, I got invited to maybe two bar mitzvahs. Like it was like really dark, okay? Eighth grade comes along, the Italians rescue me much like the nuns after World War II rescued many Jewish people. That's a true story. Anyway, good night. Thanks again for having me. I like ended it. And I was with them for like a year, two years, because my middle school was seventh through ninth grade. When I got to high school, which was 10th grade for me, I was like, at this point, funny, like I was like official class clown territory. Like I had found my voice. Like, I think the reason why I do what I do is like, again, just stemming from, oh, I have a talent. I can borderline manipulate people with my humor into liking me. So Mm -hmm. like, let me just literally make this the rest of my life. And here we are. And it's just incredible. (laughs) so fulfilling you know oh my god yeah my comedy crew started when this hot guy in 11th grade i was wearing uh basketball shorts and flip-flops and he said Uh you're the weirdest girl i've ever met it took me a while to find i mean i'm still looking for my voice according to my manager so i don't know is that true (laughs) you know is that what you No, is that what your manager said to you though not is that true yeah Let's like hatch that out right. I'll find your voice in 10 seconds. Like I'm, we're going to find, by the end of this podcast, you're going to have your voice. What do you think your voice is? Having a voice is very hard to define. Not that I don't think you don't know what it is, but how would you define it? Just so I know for myself. She can have her little mermaid I'm asking for me, not necessarily like quizzing you. The longer you go on, the worse it gets. You're like, now, not that I'm not saying you don't have one or whatever, (laughs) but like obviously you don't, I couldn't define it. I'm making it worse. That's why voices make everything worse yeah. by talking more. So I call Continue. your manager. I'm like, her voice is being a fucking bitch. Like she's so rude. No. Um, well, so my whole thing when I perform, when I do stand up, like I, out of sheer laziness, because I, I did stand up starting, I think when I was 22, I started doing stand up. And actually, you know who got me to do stand up was Chelsea Peretti, who I went to college with. We were in an improv group together. She was like doing stages, open mics, and she was like, come with me because she needed a friend. And really because of her, that's kind of what broke the seal for me to like start getting on stage, which was a very, obviously very helpful thing. And she's one of the funniest ever. But I, out of laziness, I used to write jokes. Like when I first started doing stand-up, by the way, when this becomes so like Ken uh, Burns documentary, literally cut my mic. I will not be hurt. I'll say, I get it. But no, I used to write jokes and then I realized that I was at my funniest when I just didn't have very much prepared. Like when I could, I call it live spiraling, where mm-hmm. if I get to stage, I'll know. And I nowadays I perform with like a slideshow behind me just as almost an outline, but then everything in between is, nothing is written. I don't have a single story that like word for word, I'll tell the same every night. It'll always be different. So it's almost like performing without a net in a way, but it's, I think makes it more fun for me as the performer. Cause like I the stakes are a bit higher, you know what I mean? Because I, I go out there and I'm like, I don't know. That, that nervous energy of like not really knowing where you're going to go fuels me when I'm on stage. And also like doing the podcast or even my radio show, whatever. I sort of have, I think, built my career off of just that vibe of like being unprepared, but like ready to talk, you know? Yeah. No, it's a really long answer. I'm sorry. No, no, I like that because uh, I started kind of the opposite. I was like, oh, I'm going to do improv. And then I got to improv and my teacher was like, you're funny, but like, you're bad at this. And so I was like, I need to be prepared. Like I need that preparation. Yeah, but improv is different. Like, cause I actually suck at improv. I'm selfish. I don't like scenes with other people. I like my stage and my mic and my light, like get out of my way. Right. So I don't think that's true necessarily. Uh, You should try this you know, well, I mean, do whatever you want, but like, what? 
well, I, I need to have it written down. Otherwise, I just start talking too much and I start offending the audience. I'm like, okay, pink shirt, relax. Like, why is your lipstick like that? And everyone's like, this bitch, Whoa. who the fuck are you? And uh, yeah, so I just kind of dig myself into deeper holes. So the problem with, I like everything written out, but when I, if the first joke is your second best, your closer is your best joke. Yeah, yeah. So if my first joke bombs, I'm like, well, this is going to be a long time. Oh, no. That's going to be a quick 10. But your Netflix special needs to be called OK Pink Shirt Relax. Because, like, I would be like, what's this? What's, like, fix that lipstick about? You know, whatever, just insulting people. That could be your thing. Like, you could just put people down. Rickles was a legend because he did that. You know, you never know. I sound like my dad right now, but just hear me out. But I feel like women, it's harder to put other, especially I'm like, yeah, okay, bitch. And then they're like, who the fuck are you? And I'm like, you're right. I don't know. I'm so sorry. I don't know. Like, I'm sorry. Like, please don't be okay? Please don't tell my mom about this. Like, she's going to be pissed. <laughs> She'll be so disappointed. What sign are both of you girls? I know that's such a dorky question, but I'm curious. Gemini. Hmm. Taurus. Okay. Judging by men's signs, because I actually don't have too many lady Gemini or Taurus friends. Gemini was the thief sign, so I'm a bit on shaky ground, but I love a male Taurus. Don't feel bad, Skylar. I, I really like you a lot. I don't want you to feel bad. But yeah, you're a Gemini cancer. as well? Oh, you're a cancer. cancer. Okay. Yeah. I think online it says you're a Gemini. I hope fucking not. But also, uh, no, I'm July 9th. Me on all the serial killers who were born on July 9th. It's like Amanda Knox. Like, um, that's the only one. No, OJ, all of them, July 9th. So you think Amanda Knox did it? I'm of the camp because I also sometimes like to be controversial that she did it or was involved. I was just talking with my friend because we were talking about serial killers and stuff. You know, naturally what white women do. What'd you do? She was like, you know my friend who like murdered her mom? And I was like, no, I don't remember the story. She's like, Tell my friend's from Memphis. So it's, it kind of adds up. The case got dropped because of a, like, a misunderstanding or like a thing in the court. It got dropped. But now she works with, she, her best friend is Amanda Knox. In, in Your little, friend's best friend? They, they're not best friends anymore, but they're friends in high school. And she's like, she was on PCP the night her mom died. And like, we all saw her that night. She definitely killed her mom. I don't know if I can say this, but, <laughs> but I don't know the girl's name. And now she works with Amanda Knox. And I was like, this is all adding up. For me, and this, by the way, I also am of the mind that um, Adnan is guilty. Like, I'm always like, if there's enough smoke to make a podcast or a documentary about you, something is up, like, yeah. for the most part. Um, with Amanda, the thing that for me, like, really was like, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, guilty, is when they showed up at the house where the body was, and she was in the driveway doing cartwheels. I was like, hmm, who has a dead body in the house who's normal? And as the police or polizii show up, they're out doing full galloping in the field next door. It's like psychotic. I, I don't know. That to me, I'm like this bitch, something oh, in her eyes. I don't even remember on. that. Yeah, that yeah. is very scary. It's, it's like, um, oh no, uh, Lacey Peterson. I just watched, it's so old, but the AMC docuseries is now on Hulu. My friend and I just rewatched that. And yeah. she doesn't think he did it. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. I, I mean, she's going on a date with a guy, and I'm like, do not go. You cannot be trusted. <laughs> why, why are you going on a date with guys? I was like, you, you trust Lacey Peterson's husband? That's insane. She me, Take she's the night like, off. His apartment is literally so fucking nice. He has a guillotine. Like, who has that? He has a guillotine in the back. He's Bleach so everywhere. <laughs> yeah. He has a boat. It's like, get out of Oh, my God. Not a boat, girl. You better not steal some rings on that boat. I've seen Sleeping with the Enemy. Okay, when she tried to flush it down the toilet. Have you ever seen that fabulous film? It's great. By the way, Scott Peterson is the one killer 
who I actually was like, he's, I, I remember when he like got hot, I was like, oh yeah, he's hot. Like this was before I like knew even the facts of the case. Cause I also love Ben Affleck and he's sort of like a murdery Ben Affleck. And I was like, oh God, Scott Peterson. And then now I don't like him. I just like your listeners to know. Don't put this clip on Instagram. <laughs> no, yeah, no. <laughs> but you. so do you consider yourself controversial actually? Not even remotely. I don't think so either. Does that mean you're controversial or we're controversial? If we're like, I don't get it. Like, what are the people talking about? No, no, controversial. Also, what does that even mean? I feel like, yeah. honestly, these days we really can't be controversial. Like, there are very, there's a handful of comics who can do that because they appeal to that audience. Like, someone who I literally hate, like Poison Bill Burr, can do it because, or like a Joe Rogan or whatever, because they're just appealing to hateful people. But if you want to, I don't know, you can't be shitty. You know what I mean? It's tough. You can only really make fun of yourself or those people. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean. I'm literally goofy at Disney. Like, I put the head on in the morning. I put the overalls on. <laughs> I have a glass of wine. I'm like, another day in the park. And, you know, <laughs> I'm fine. I'm okay. Just um, the people at Chase hate me. I think they're going to leave bad reviews for my podcast. It's all the um, representatives I talked to today. Well, at least you got a review. Uh, but I'll just this last thing. Do you have a crazy bitch of the week? Ooh, I didn't even know. Um, bitch of the week. Ooh, my bitch of the week was the girl at Joe and the Juice where I went to get the Sarah Jessica Parker special known as the spicy tuna sandwich there. Have you guys had that sandwich at Joe and the Juice? No, no. Okay, my eyes are darting to and bro. It is so delicious. <laughs> Are you insane? It is the it is the best sandwich there is. There's one like a block from my house, so I'll get that tomorrow. Here we go. Well, I'm gonna give you a little tip when you go in because I went <laughs> here in Miami. Miami is truly full of some of the dumbest people. It's fine. I grew up here, but it's like I love it. You know what I mean, though. It's like when you come from New York to Miami, you're like, how do people not get hit by cars every five seconds here? Like, how do they know when to cross the street? You know. Anyway, I go in. They're wearing black gloves. Two teenagers using a dirty rag to like clean the counters down. And I order, I stock up, I order three at a time. I tipped, cause I'm also nice, I'm a generous tipper. So I gave a nice tip. And then I saw her put the gloves back on, the same ones to make my sandwich. And I said, my love, <laughs> I was so nice. By the way, I was so nice. They didn't get Chase Bank vibes. They got like nice niche. And I said, do you mind just putting different gloves on to make the sandwich? Cause I just saw you using that dirty rag. And she went, you're right, better safe than sorry. And I was like, yeah, are you out of your mind? So anyway, she put different gloves on, made, I'm sitting there for half an hour, literally for three sandwiches. I look up, her friend who was using the other rack is making my fucking chicken sandwich. I went up, I said, sweetheart, did you, I didn't say sweetheart. Why is sweetheart so aggressive? Sweetheart, it's like, why do you fucking drop that? Anyway, I said, my love, do you say that, Skylar? No, no the guy who's in the other room says it all the time, but he says it aggressively. Does he? Yeah, it's funny, but like it's like an aggressive term. Sweetheart is an aggressive. Yeah, term. I can't. I can't do sweetheart or chickadee. Both same energy. Chickadee. chickadee. Where are you from? <laughs> <laughs> I went to school in Kentucky, and I got chickadee a lot, and that's I think why I started stealing. I'm like, I don't trust you. <laughs> oh, if people call me no chickadee, for you to I'd be trust behind me. bars. <laughs> like well in jail. I got. I got up. She was literally wrapping the shit up in paper, and I went. Sorry, Bobby, did you change your gloves before making that sandwich? And she was honest. Maybe she's not the bitch of the week, but she was just like, do you want me to make you another one? And I went, yeah. <laughs> I was literally there for 40 minutes with three sandwiches. It's not a great story. But it's like one of those things where, you know, you can't care it anymore. You can't be like, there's no manager there anyway. But it's like, 
if you say something, you're just going to get double fucked. Like you're just going to make your food bad. Yeah. So you literally have to sit there. They have all the power. You have to sit there and eat shit. And that's what I did. So I hate them. No, I, I feel food. this. I tried to do a bit about Subway sandwiches for like the last six months before quarantine. I think quarantine happened because of the Subway bit that I was so <laughs> set on. You're, like, you're like, can I get this sweet onion batiaki? They put like the bat in it. You're like, Mwah. and then you give everyone COVID. Anyway, that's funny to me. Go on. No, yeah, but like the guy, there's a 24 hour one and I didn't see the sign. So I was like, I walk in, the guy was like, <gasps> I walked in, I was like, oh, I'm sorry, you guys open? And he like sat there and he was like, yeah, we are. <laughs> like, he was like thinking about, like, do I want to fucking make a sandwich with this bitch? I know the glove thing because watching someone at Sub- Subway try to open a glove for 15 minutes, it's like, how are you not ready like a goalie bitch? Like, get ready. And by so the way, the- not to brag, Joe and the Juice Gloves are like black. They look like from Breaking Bad. Like, they're thick black gloves, but they should take the shit up. They should have a cleaning pair and like a sandwich pair. Yeah. And nary mix the two, you know? <laughs> Well, it's also hard too because I have you worked in service? I haven't. And I'm sorry to say that. I wish, I think I'd be good at it, but I haven't. Okay, because I was going to say, I, as someone who's worked in service, I'm like, I feel like when you've worked in service, you can say that because it's like, yeah, I've worked in service. You do that. That's a natural thing you're supposed to do. Just yeah. off the gloves. Yeah. And to ask is not that big of a question because it's like, that's disgusting. You're paying fucking $15 for a sandwich. Literally. No, literally. By the way, I would have eaten the dirty rag for one. It, it, they're so good. Even the, the dirty rag one. <laughs> even the dirty rag one, I'd be like, all right, wrap it up. I'll have it. Wait, I had 10 more questions about chickadee. Oh, I had so many things. To, um, last time I went to a subway in my neighborhood and the guy made it so sloppy that the bread split. Like, you know how it's supposed to be like a taco, basically like a sponge yeah. taco. The taco part of it like split. So there was just literal like dirty diaper, chipotle sauce, Southwest sauce. I was like, and I went, I'm not going to buy that. I mean, look. That won't be working for me. I imagine they get that a lot. They're like, well, there goes five cents. You know? <laughs> like, of their you can't eat that. Did you, if they split that spine of the bread, you literally cannot eat a Subway sandwich. It, it yeah. ruins the integrity of the whole structure. What's the point of eating at that point? I say that every day. I go, why even eat? Meanwhile, I'm like, no, I'm joking. I have 10 meals a day. Wait, Skylar, can I ask Skylar more matchmaking questions? I know you Yes. No, no, no. No, no literally. Right. I want to ask also about your boyfriend. I have now I want to make this my podcast. I have questions for you. Um, okay, so first of all, wait, who are your clients? Like, who do you work with? That's so fun. A little bit of everyone. So it's all men and women. I'm pretty much not only in New York, I'm in like a few other cities, but mainly New York people. Okay. Um, and it's really just like, I mean, I've found, I have people that are a little more prominent and like wealthy and all that. So actually you describing the woman that stole the rings, I'm like, wait a minute, (laughs) she sounds familiar. Um, So somebody like that, but then like lawyers or doctors or just like CEOs, like pretty much anybody. She should put you in her system. Yeah. I know. I'm serious. Is it a family? Cause I know Patty Stanger a little bit like, and Patty actually, people have beef with Patty because of her rules. I've met her. She's a nice lady. Like, I mean, I get along with her, but her rules are a bit strict. Do you have rules for dates? I also just, I started listening to a book today called, I think it's called like, fuck him or something like, do you know this book? I know that one. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's just like, this guy's like, you want to get a man? Be a fucking bitch. Like you have to be a fucking queen. And I'm like, I'm laying by the pool today. And I'm like, I'm going to be a queen. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're taking notes. Like really? be a queen. Oh, yes. 
it's like so dark that I'm at this place in my life at the age that I'm at. Like, but I think Miami has mentally changed me. Like just being in the sun for so long. I'm like, I'm, I'm sun poisoned basically. And I'm like, I need to know how to act. <laughs> it's happening anymore. But New York dating fucking sucks is what I've decided. And I hate it. It does suck. It's really hard. And I think like, I mean, I can always put a positive spin on it for people. Cause I do think it's doable and it's happening right now. And people are dating, but it's just like, I probably have a mental breakdown at least once a week specifically aimed at mid thirties men. I email him. I'm like, Hey, I'm glad you're interested here. Are some times we can meet for zoom. And even in doing that and giving them something where they can just click on, you have these guys that are like, I'm working at those times. I'm like, yeah, no shit. Your job is not that important. Trust me. And you're working from home because I know you've been sitting in a sweatshirt for six months. So you can right. take the two o'clock meeting. You'll be fine. Like the other day I had a man respond. He's like, I would love to meet her. She sounds incredible. She's gorgeous. I can speak on Tuesday at this time, Wednesday at this time, or Thursday at this time. What works for you? And I almost had a heart attack because I'm like, I like, fuck that girl. Like I would date you because that's exactly what I want. And it's so easy. And like I, when I ended up matching him with my client, they're both super excited about each other, but I'm like, he's so great. He's great at making plans. And then I, we both started laughing. She's like, shouldn't they all be? I'm like, they should, but they're not. But they're not. It's like really being funny. an adult is all it takes. Yeah. yeah. What are you on apps? Or? Oh yes, 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 yes. But I pay extra so that I'm like invisible basically. So um, I'm like, I only am seen by the guys that I've liked because I feel oh. weird being out in like the whole mix of everybody. So. Nice. Are you on Raya? Oh, I am on Raya, but Raya's like, yeah. Raya's, I've had moments with Raya. I've had good moments as a result of it, but nothing like serious, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like I met like, a good friend. Like we got matching tattoos on the first date. We were just like, let's just be friends. And, like, you got tattoos with someone on a first Raya date? Yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> pass. I'm gonna actually pass out. And you didn't date that person? What happened? Uh, no, we went on a couple of dates, but it was just like, we just realized it was like, we're homies. Oh. Like, it's not like a love connection. Can I ask how you met your current um, guy? So that's the joke of all this is I'm listening. I literally was like talking to my brother. I was like, you know what? I just need to accept that I'm going to be alone for the rest of my life. How old are you? I'm uh, 28. I'm, I'm whispering too, even though I'm alone. I'm like, <laughs> how, old, how old are you? Because they're whispering. <laughs> You're 28. Are you, I actually am going to, when I see you in the ratty part of Fide Eye, I'm strangling you to death. But anyway, go on. <laughs> well, no, I'm moving back uh, home with my parents to Virginia. Are you though, for real? Yeah. I don't love that for you, but okay, go on. Tell yeah, me about this, well, this guy. So I was like, well, I, I got stood up by a DJ named Tony. It happens. And, yeah. It happened, of course. And, mm. uh, and I was really bummed and I was just bored because I was on mushrooms. So I was like, well, I was going to go out with a DJ named Tony now. I took all these mushrooms. And then we met and um, he came over at like 11, which I know is a no no. Wait, who is this? How to meet him? I missed that. I went oh, Hinge. I'm sorry. Sorry. Hinge. We were talking okay. on Hinge. We just ended up the next morning really getting along. And then we were just like talking and then we spent the whole weekend together. Now I turn to Skylar for a question. I'm having the best time. I literally will go nowhere. I don't care about exercise. This is so much fun. Where do you fall on the, because that story, according to my fucking book, would not work because you're supposed to like high value yourself and not, and I've done it, believe me, almost my entire life. Like what you're describing is my life basically, where it's like move too fast. You know, New York also, it's like a different energy than I think the rest of the world and then get to know someone, it's kind of working backwards. But what do you think of what happened there, Sahel? 
I think quite honestly, it is like a timing thing because everybody's done that where it's just like, fuck it. If he shows up, if he doesn't, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And then sometimes it is just like, oh, wait, no, like this was actually not that bad. I think like five years ago would be different. But now it is just kind of like, a, oh, sometimes you hit it off with somebody and then sometimes you don't. And but I was really like why men love bitches which mm-hmm. is also an embarrassing fact about myself I was like well I gotta figure this out and I was like don't do this don't do that and now that I've yeah. been like seeing this person I'm like oh like I can't believe I was I spent $20 on this book like I'm doing I did <laughs> all, everything all wrong. books are bad all books are bad yeah I agree but I do think like I don't know I read those a lot I was reading those books too because like my friend is reading summoning the one and it's like oh see my here's God. my thing on the books I wouldn't read, I always tell clients this, I'm like, there are obviously the good ones out there and there's like good books and some of them have good insight, blah, blah, blah. But I actually think it's smarter to read books that are based on like advice books or business books or psychology books based on something you do or you're interested in and then apply that knowledge to a relationship rather mm. than reading a relationship book. Oh, they all conflict anyway. It's like literally, yeah. it's, it's. I'm actually doing it because I'm bored, I'm here and it's like, And I have a girlfriend of mine who's single. And so we do it almost as like a book club situation where we like rehash and it's sort of just entertaining. Like it's not really, I'm not psychoanalyzing like every moment, but I think it's like part (laughs) therapy and part fun. Yeah. Oh my God. I would have a whole therapy session with you, but like off the rec. Okay. Should we end and then I'll, and then we just talk. So yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and, and. Do you want to plug your? I always feel weird, also, because I'm always like, do you want to plug your Instagram? Because I'm like, I don't know. it's like, like yeah. yeah, I guess I'll plug my Instagram. Am I in a podcast right now? I'm joking. Um, I've had, <laughs> by the way, I've checked like a half. I've checked a half a bottle of Campo Viejo while sitting here, <laughs> having the time of my life. First of all, thank you for having me. You're both adorable and funny. If you want to listen to my podcast, it's called Midnight Snack. Um, you can download it obviously anywhere. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Mishcall. I have a show on SiriusXM every morning if you can afford it. And I say that not in a dick way, but like people in New York don't have SiriusXM. So whenever I say it, it's like, okay, let me just go buy a Toyota Camry and I'll listen to Sirius. <laughs> but anyway, Sirius is great. Uh, every morning called the Michelle Collins Show, title not mine. Um, but you can listen to that as well. That's all. Perfect.